are here for uh, another podcast. I'm Kevin Stuckey, and this is Pursuit of Purpose, and I am joined uh, by our technician, the guru, the man, none other than Nate Luke. Sanbano! Well, Sanbano to you, too! What, uh, what, what language is that? Mongolian, man. Dude, of course, uh, Cody can't be with us this, this evening, but like you showing up like that with a language ready to go, not typing it up on your phone during the podcast, I don't know that we're going to ask him to come back. Are you basically saying I'm better at Cody's job than Cody? <laughs> I mean, I'm not not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Cody. <laughs> I Some, want you back sometimes, baby. Come back. <laughs> um, no, uh, Nate's here with me today. Um, we're gonna get into some. I think. I think some interesting discussion. I. I would say this too with with the topic that we're getting into because I just want to talk about kind of some spiritual things. Um, that I've been sensing, and we may even piggyback off this into a a multi-part here. Reason being, um, I, I'd like to get Cody's thoughts on this as well, um, and maybe a guest. We, we might have a guest next week. We're talking to someone right now that uh, we may be able to get in here next week. We're hoping to, um, and, and I think this subject could be something just to have in that discussion as well, but, but just sensing some things spiritually in this time, how to deal with those things. And in some ways, I don't think we can walk away from a subject like that with, with a sure answer of, well, this is going to fix it. Mm -hmm. But the Bible does give us good guidance on ways that we can combat that and how to live our lives in uh, those times of, of struggle and difficulty internally, spiritually. You know, we can talk about just the, the normal, hey, here's the struggles that happen in life. Life, death, you know, uh, sickness, uh, raising kids, you know, this pandemic. We can talk about a lot of those things and there's a lot of practical things that come up, but when we're talking about like internal struggle stuff, like that's a little more difficult and nuanced. And so I don't know that we can fully answer. I think though we can at least have some dialogue that that can get us thinking about the right things if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So uh as we get into that, um maybe start with some just what's going on stuff. Like, what is going on in the Luke home right now? Well, uh, it was daddy daycare today. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of Paw Patrol. <laughs> so much Paw Patrol. Sing the song. PJ. Or wait, no, 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 no. It was PJ Masks. Yeah. See, I get my cartoons mixed up. <laughs> PJ Masks. No, no, PJ Masks. <laughs> I don't even know the words. <laughs> it's the right time to fight crime. The nighttime. The nighttime, the nighttime is the right time to fight crime. Yeah, a lot of a lot of PJ Masks. You can tell uh, our children are around the same ages if you're watching the cartoons, the same cartoons. 
Did you uh, <clears throat> did you catch the uh, last episodes of the Last Dance? Yes, I did. And uh, final thoughts on the Last Dance, which was the documentary on the '98 Bulls and their last season together. Mm-hmm. Winning has a price, dude. Oh yeah, winning has a price. Yeah, probably one of the best lines I've ever heard an athlete say. Well, it, and so true. I mean, yeah. at at any in any sport. And really, in in anything in life, yeah, yeah, a price, man. Uh, you know, <clears throat> we uh, we want things given to us. We really do. Like in in this world, in our culture today, you know, get the education and just someone hands you the job, right? Mm-hmm. Get this, and I mean, and it's not like we you, we don't put in the, some work, but I'm just saying, like. In general, like we really want the handout. I mean, more so than at any other probably time in in world history, at least you know that 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 I know is discussed as much as it is in our for our culture today. Yeah, definitely. But I think watching something like that and just seeing, I mean, the guy was for for first and foremost an animal when it came to competitiveness, and those guys are not fun to be around. I don't care who you are. Like no. They're not. I mean, I would not want to golf with Michael Jordan. It or would not be fun. play poker yeah. or hang. You know what I'm saying? Those type yeah. of things. Like, because of his just everything was competition. Every, mm-hmm. every, everything. You know? Dude liked winning. Oh, my bit. goodness. Just a little bit. But over the top, right? Like, yeah. And found the smallest, silliest things to motivate himself. You know, this guy looked at me the wrong way. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, murder him on the basketball court. Essentially. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, over and over, that was the theme. Yeah. Like he did this. I'm going to go whatever on the basketball court, you know? I mean, unbelievable. Carl Malone, one of the nicest players of all time gets MVP. Michael Jordan says, I don't like him because of that. And I'm going to show everybody. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I mean, him and Stockton, like two of the best guys. And even when yeah. Stockton was doing like his talking about Jordan on the, on the show, such a good dude had such a good perspective on Jordan. Class. You know, act. just yeah. laughed at, well, I know this was going to do this and he was going to get riled up about this. Right. But, like, you know, we didn't go out there and think, well, this is Jordan. We're done. Like we we were going to go out there and beat him. Like yeah. that was our plan. Yep. Um, but the guy was an animal, phenomenal documentary. If you haven't checked it out, the last dance ESPN, like it is so good. Um, we're not paid. We're not paid spokespeople. No, 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 no. This is just, Hey, you're not holding out on me. Right. Kevin. I mean, if ESPN wants to like give us some money for that plug sponsorship, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we got, you know, 50 people that watch this regularly. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's worth their time. Yeah. I, I don't know. Had a good uh, episode last week um, with uh, Eric McGee, Quincy Gray. Um, and then you guys released the graduation uh, video. One of them, yeah. One, oh, there's multiples. Commencement will come out Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this, the one you released was um, of the students. It just introduced them, a few pictures. They mm-hmm. got to talk a little bit, uh, a memory about school or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So, man, you know, we talked about the time that has went into this. Like, what hit, I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of the production stuff. 
Uh, and I'm just Drew, giving you Drew Hamilton is is the main guy, but yeah, and you're okay. I mean, we're, but we're you and Drew, are, you're helping him. Yeah. Okay. And any any late nights with this? Few. Few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. a lot of work going into it. Yeah. 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 But uh, it's worth it, man. Yeah. I think the the kids, obviously, obviously with everything that's happened, yeah, they they needed something. Yeah. You know, like this. So. Well, I know that first video Emma was watching it, and I got to see a little bit of it, and. Very well. The soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah. I love the I know soundtrack. we talked about that earlier. Yeah. 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 Modest so, Mouse. So, yeah, I was going to I was gonna say, hey, listen, I may want a copy of the uh, <laughs> of the Greenfield graduation soundtrack. <laughs> I, I, hopefully they'll make it. You might be CD. the only person who says that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want the I want the CD if you guys if you guys come out with that. Um no, what else? Anything else? oh I will say you did get on the uh, the videos, there were a few shout outs. Yeah, to you. Yeah, do you want to you want to maybe talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. A couple students shouted me out. Their most memorable experience at McLean was um, putting a spider in my trash can and me looking down into it, screaming like a girl and running away <laughs> out of the classroom. I'm I was gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> so. I am so happy to know that story and, and your fear of spiders. Yeah. Arachnophobia. It's, it's legitimate, yeah. So did you watch the movie Arachnophobia? N- of course not. No. <laughs> <laughs> as if you needed more as to fear. I, right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Yeah. so you, you have a real fear of spiders. And you're willing to admit it. The only thing to fear is fear itself. I have a strong disliking. Of spiders. <laughs> so if I had a spider and I threw it at you right now, you wouldn't like scream and run away? I would highly dislike it. And yes, I would scream and run away. Yeah. <laughs> so you are afraid. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, pretty. let's move on. <laughs> yep, yep, move on. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, those stories, of course, and we'll use that against you for the rest of your life. Um, that's, that's part of this. It's Podcasts, what I've realized about podcasts, it's a bloody, a bloody sport. To play, it is. Uh, uh, you will get cut down at every moment. You will, and it's recorded. Yep. So everyone will know forever. Yep. <laughs> no good. Family's good though. Family's good, man. Work. We're what's good. what's going on there, man? How how? What's it looking like at this point? Things probably slowing down a little bit. Things are slowing summer. down. Yeah. Uh, just wrapping up student grades, um, commencement stuff. I have an AP class. Their test is, well, their projects are doing a week. So just wrapping up stuff, get just living and getting to summer, man. Right. Just get to summer. That's the whole theme of the last Which, few weeks. What? I mean, what officially a week away is Pretty what much. the timing is of that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, that doesn't mean your job's over with. I mean, if there's still stuff to do, like it's right. still stuff to do. Yeah. But those are probably deadlines. Mm-hmm. Yep. As of right now, something will change though, I'm sure. And, uh, out on the uh, farm, you guys have been working a little bit, getting some seed in the ground. Just a tad. Yeah. yeah 12 acres. Okay. Nothing compared to what you guys have done, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> we had... Uh, last week was a dry week for the most part, and we we were able to get quite a bit done. Um, I don't know that we did it all right, you know, but, I mean, we got some in the ground, and that's going, and um, this week, or last week... You know, we kind of, we had started early in the week. Like we had stuff going Monday on, 
Yeah. And we were planting Monday. Uh, we planted, started planting on, was it Wednesday, maybe? I can't remember, but it was around there, Tuesday or Wednesday. And we got, you know, quite a bit done and coming into the weekend, and I hadn't gotten started on my sermon. And I, Saturday, we got into some fields that were a little heavier, so I parked the tractor and sat there. I had my computer out and out there, sat there in my truck with the computer in the background, or I mean with the, the tractor in the background, sitting in the field, you know, typing my sermon up, like working on it. and Just doing God's work. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's been, that's life this time of year. But yeah. it's good. It's so good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, just staying busy and, you know, stuff going on. And, and uh, it's amazing to me sometimes in those moments how, like, the Spirit shows up and just... I mean, essentially just writes the sermon for you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it except except for like, you know, I just started typing it, it just flowed. Like there are just times when that happens and you just know it's God, yeah. you know. And and that doesn't mean, you know, that, that everything you say is going to be, oh, this is so good. No, it just But it just means that like the Lord is directing that. And I just think that's, I mean, for me as, as a communicator, those are some of my favorite times you know, when you know, like, that where this message is coming from, and right. and that was, this Saturday was one of those, and I needed it to be, t- I needed it to be <laughs> pretty bad, because it was <laughs> crunch time, it was either yeah, that, or spend right. up, you know, stay up all night writing it, so. No, nah, that's a good story that you were telling me earlier about, you know, just being in the tractor, and it's just a different feel this year for you. <sighs> yeah. Than, than in past years. And, and I do, you know, I want to get into that, and, and I'll, well, let's let's circle back to that because there's a couple other things I just want to mention. Just kind of um, uh, going in, we got graduations. We just talked about that graduations happening, you mm-hmm. know, virtually, and then uh, that are going to happen in the very near future. As you say, you're got another video that you're releasing. I know Leesburg's is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Eric talked about this weekend also for East Clinton. Theirs is coming up where they're going to start releasing some of those those videos and things. So a lot of that, be in prayer for our graduates, very different kind of year for that. And, you know, still some frustration, but yet, you know, still a time where they're being honored, maybe more so, you know? I mean, think about some of the, I mean, we got a call from the school today. Hey, listen, graduation is Sunday. Take your cars, go park along the street in Leesburg, and they're going to drive through, honk your horns and and wave and, and yell when they come by. I mean, and you know the beautiful thing about that is that everybody will show up yeah. and do just that in yeah. Leesburg. Yeah. Because in, everybody's in anywhere thinking, around here. Everybody's thinking, hey, listen, yeah. like, they're they're kind of getting the raw end of this, you know, of of this whole thing. And just because of this big moment that that mo- that usually they wouldn't be able to get honored, but they are even more so maybe yeah. this year. Which is which is really neat. Yeah, it is. It's fun to watch. Um, the other thing, restaurants opening tomorrow. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if we'll go <laughs> quite yet, but I mean, we're, we're definitely excited for that. I saw a, a meme or a gif, whatever you want to call them, um, of a, uh, it said restaurants opening in Ohio and it showed uh, a guy sitting outside in snow, like two inches deep drinking his coffee, you know, like 
you know, hey, listen, at all costs, I'm getting out of the house. I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah, and no I'm sure kidding. there are some people. I mean, I already talked to a few people today and they're like, hey, listen, it's Thursday. There's such and such restaurant is having this thing going on. Like we're going like we're going to spend all night there. Like, right. So there are people already playing that and ready, I think, for that. You know, I don't blame them. No, I really don't. It's hard, hard not to blame them. It's like a normalcy has set in. With some of this stuff, like right, the normal now is. I mean, we've been going several weeks with this, you know, months with this. So, the normal is now, okay, like plan on staying at home, be careful going out, don't go out very much. So that's that's like normal now, but it's time, you know, to yeah. to start moving again. Let these businesses open back up, you know. Let you know the economy get going again, you know, yeah. and and. And see where this goes. Um, so it's exciting. I know for some of our local restaurants, you know, if you go out, support local businesses if you for can. Sure. Be safe. You know, be safe. Yep. If, if 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 you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do all those things. You know, continue to kind of your six feet, all that stuff. But but let's get these businesses going again. Some of them are really struggling right now. Yeah. You know, and and needing this. Uh, re-in- re-inter- <laughs> being re-energized in some right. way through through people going out and doing that. Definitely. Uh, lastly, in this you know, little um, little harder to talk about, but uh, Madison Bell uh, went missing Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. People have um, you know doing a lot to to try to get information out about her. Um, she was uh, in Greenfield. Um, met someone, some way, somehow, um, that not many, not from around here, um, got in the vehicle with this person and has not been seen since like 10, 17 in the morning, Sunday morning. Right. So pretty like scary thing, uh, and pretty difficult thing. So, um, if you have seen any of the flyers or anything make sure you share that stuff get that information out very little is known you know and hopefully some stuff will come out i know there's been volunteers walking fields and 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 woods and and a lot of different places just in case Mm -hmm. um i you know i was at a, a friend's house they they were having some home problems and we were there trying to help and Sheriff stopped in. Hey, do you got cameras? Yeah. Would they have been on during this time? We're looking for this vehicle. So people out combing mm-hmm. the neighborhood. I made four or five phone calls that day. You know, yeah. People I knew maybe had cameras and talked, you know, about finding this vehicle or whatever. So yeah. again, it's just a, it's a whole community trying to come together to bless this family and, and find this girl. And, and you hope that it's something not serious serious that that may be just a bad decision but maybe not and we just until we know like you know just continued prayers continued you know being involved in what little way you can if you can share even if even if it's just as simple as share you know her picture and what's going on in case somebody you know that's friends with you on facebook or some other social media you know platform is you know is look is can see that right um but tough man it is it is but uh, I mean, the like you said, the communities—not just Greenfield, Leesburg, Hillsboro, 
courthouse, just everywhere around here. I've seen people sharing, um, you know, just asking what they can do, if anything, right. you know, and even though they may not be able to do anything, it's just that, you know, the thought of that, you know, putting someone else first and in, in, in the forefront. Absolutely. It's in a weird way. It's just, it's again, a beautiful thing. Kind of yes. like how people will line up the streets in Leesburg, you know, to support one another. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's what community is all about. You know, just coming together in times of struggle in times of, you know, just good when good things are happening to celebrate those things, just coming together, being, you know, a, a an extension of our family, you know, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think we have that, you know, we, we've seen that in these communities, just a, a lot of people coming together. So uh, be in prayer for that family for sure um, during this time and just in prayer for just an, an understanding of what happened and being able to figure this out and find out and, you know, find this girl wherever she is. Yeah. Well, let's get into our topic now. Um, I wanted to discuss just some spiritual things, some internal spiritual things. And I have to call them things because I don't I really know what... I mean, we, we talked about maybe spiritual warfare, you mm-hmm. know? And I, and I definitely think that's part of it, just that cosmic battle that's going on between God and the enemy. Um, but our lives are the battleground in a lot of sense. And I think maybe the best way to start this topic and, and Nate, you know, as I discuss this, you know, feel free to jump in here and, and even talk about some of your own personal things. But I, I mentioned this in my message this week, you know, I've had during this time of year, I get a lot of tractor time where I'm sitting in a tractor, you know, we'll work anywhere from, you know, early morning till, you know, I, I got home at, you know, two in the morning, a couple nights, you know, just we're working late. And sure. so there's a lot of time where you're alone, you know, and, mm-hmm. and especially those last few hours, you get the planter loaded the last time and you, you know, it's eight, nine, 10, and you're going to work till two to get that seed planted. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, there's just been moments where I've been, you know, sitting in the tractor alone and those have always been kind of a blessing to me those times. And maybe it's different because we've had so much more alone time with the pandemic going on, you know, where we've been more isolated. And I, I'm not going to say that's not part of it, but what I've sensed is a void a spiritual loneliness not set on by like spiritual unhealth personally, although I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that. You know, just there are mornings where I get up and I don't do my morning devotions or I, I'm not praying like I should, but it does. It wasn't that it was more just a general, just feeling of emptiness, loneliness that I sensed just in those times. And, and I, and I thought, okay, like, is it stress from planting? There's always that you want to do a good job and you don't always feel like the decisions you're making are good. You know, it's my dad, my brother and I working together and that's always, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like an explosion of personalities. Trust me. I've seen that firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, me and Brian fighting, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like constantly about everything. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like that, that's there. Those, those stresses are present, man. It just felt more like more than that. And I, I can't explain it other than it just feels like a loneliness that no matter who's around is still present. The only other time I remember feeling that was when my grandpa passed away and he was just the absolute patriarch of our family, man. I mm-hmm. mean, he was, he was the man, you right. know, he held us together like in a big way. Um, his name is Paul. Uh, we named our, our, our son after him. Like he was just meaningful spiritually to our family. Um, just that, that cohesive part that held us together in a big way. Not that we split up afterwards, but it just, he was just, I don't know how to describe it. He was, he was a dynamic leader who led us in, in an incredible way. And, and yeah. just had, we had the utmost respect for him. And so did so many in the community. Like he was just that kind of a guy when he died. I remember some moments where it was just, it felt like this, it was this emptiness of a life that meant so much to us gone where life didn't feel like it would ever be the same. That was kind of the feeling, you know, that I sensed sitting there, you know, alone in the tractor. Um, and I, I believe it's spiritual. I don't know what it means. I'm trying to process that. Uh, and process like how how I'm supposed to react and what I'm supposed to do. But even after that, like come into the weekend and I preach and I felt just God so powerfully Sunday uh, during the message. And then yeah. even, you know, with my family, you know, afterwards that day was just such a a good time. You know, but, but even since then, there have just been little flashes of it come back. And, you know, I'm still trying to seek God on what it means, you know, what I should be thinking about and what I should be doing about it. And I, do you think I, it's just because of like a, a lack of normalcy in your life the last couple of months or, I, I mean, I can't, I would say this. So normally I need to get away during planting season and harvest season and yeah. just be by myself in a semi or in a tractor, you know, doing mm-hmm. that and just focused and, you know, being, and I already had that down alone time before, you know. Sure, yeah. You know, because we have been isolated, right? And so I'm not saying that doesn't have a part. But for it to be that powerful, I can't say that's all it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. I can't believe that I would feel that way if it wasn't, if there wasn't more to it than that. Um. Which which is the difficult part to discuss because I can't say that I have an answer of why. Maybe I will. It. You know. Yeah. No, I, I think I I think I know what feeling you're talking about. Um, you know, it's a very abstract feeling, right? Yes. Like, you you can't even pinpoint it. Not fully. No. Right. Yeah. And I would I would definitely agree with you there, and I would say the same for myself. You know, um, sometimes even when you're with your family or with other people. Um, you know, I was with my buddy Travis the other day. Um, at, at, you know, at work, but we were still joking around talking and everything. And, um, you know, just still feels, it just, 
doesn't feel something's there, you know, you can't pinpoint the exact emotion or feeling. But um, you're, but you're with him. You're talking, you're communicating. Right. Instead, and, and but there's still something. Still you know? yeah. emptiness or a loneliness yeah. right. that you sense. Yeah. And then same with my family. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. It's just, it's a different feeling and it, it's hard to pinpoint right now. Here's the other, here's the other side of that. There have been moments with my wife with my kids and even just in conversation, even this podcast, man, like just, it just, it's every week. I look forward to this. It's such a, a healing time for me just to talk and, and to be here. But there have been some moments. I, and I just think of two, you know, and lately where the kids, well, the other night, Paul and Nora wanted to sleep together and we were home and mom, Mom was out, and so we're we're there together, and we go to bed, and and we're all laying in Nora's room, kind of talking, and and then we all just laughing and playing, and mm-hmm. you know I'm tickling them, and and they're wrestling, they're messing with me, and we're reading a book, and then we all fall asleep together, you know, and it's just yeah. so on the one side there's this deep loneliness that I've sensed, on the other side, like overjoyed. <laughs> You know, by these moments created like that, right? That I can't describe how special they are. You know, I mean, it's just too much. It, I mean, where I'm belly laughing, you know, Mm. and I don't, I don't belly laugh, you know, just at anything. I'll laugh, but to, to like really be just like a good, hearty (sighs) chuckle. Absolutely. You know, just where it's just all of you, you're every part of you is just engaged in that just amazing moment, you know? Yeah. And you know what does that mean? What that this and, and this is the this is the part that makes it difficult to talk about. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I feel you there, man. But I think talking about it, I think expressing it, I think having dialogue about this can maybe bring you know an. Uh, uh, a discussion that that normally wouldn't happen to light and maybe even point to some things in our lives and other people's lives that you know that haven't been that that we're maybe too afraid to try to articulate ourselves because are people going to think I'm crazy if I start talking like this and maybe you think yeah. that I'm crazy because I'm talking about this you're pretty nuts dude <laughs> But I think we have to have these conversations, yeah. and I think that's what <clears throat> you know this podcast allows us to do. Um, anyway, you know, just you know, I've been talking a lot. What? Give me some of your perspectives, some of your thoughts on this. I mean, you know, just you know, as we as we think through this, you know, where have you seen this in your life, and and maybe even now, and how would you describe it? And then, and then after we kind of talk about that, maybe get into, you know, what we see scripture telling us in those times. Yeah. So I think throughout this time, especially the past few weeks, I kind of have a back and forth notion on this. Like one day I'll feel, I'll feel really good and I'll I'll feel like I've had a day well spent. Um, I've, I've been in the word, I've prayed, I've done all these things on the checklist. Right. And I feel, I feel good about it, but there's still, like an emptiness a little bit. 
right? Because I'm just going through a checklist. Right. I'm not. I'm not actually, you know, spiritually and wholeheartedly involved in the process of growing closer to God, um, and trying to be the best man that I can be. Right. So there's that constant struggle of, you know, with all this. Well, I don't want to say all this. With the little extra time that I have gotten the last few weeks, there's this constant struggle of, you know, how do I, how do I approach this time that I'm given and um, how am I spending it? You know, just the other day, for example, um, I was alone with the kids, but Kendall was napping and, you know, Bennett was, was playing kind of by himself and I was trying to get some work done and he kept asking me, daddy, 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 can you, can you play with me? And, you know, I, obviously I've been working on those things for commencement and some other stuff. So I just felt like I was overwhelmed. I was busy. I'm, and I, I kind of ignored him. I'm not going to lie. It felt really bad about it. Um, but that, you know, I kind of looked back at that and I said, okay, yeah, that happened. I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, and that was a, that was a real struggle. Um, but I think through that, it kind of helped me realize, okay, obviously Bennett should be my priority mm-hmm. over this. This can be done another time. And there's that, that constant, again, tug and pull, right? That, that struggle, if you will, to find balance. Yeah. Um, cause you're always being constantly pulled different ways. And, um, I was telling you earlier about, you know, the screw tape letters, C.S. Yeah. Lewis, the yeah. screw tape letters, how I've been book. reading it. Um, if you, if you have not checked that out, it is, I mean, it, it, it is one of his best books. Yeah. And I would say if for an introduction to C.S. Lewis, not an introduction to Christianity at all, no, but an introduction to C.S. Lewis, like it's a, it's a pretty easy read because it just, it really captures some of the practical issues, you know, of, of our lives and how the enemy maybe tries to get in and, and, and mess us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so the demon Wormwood, um, and screw tape well, is, give the is premise, uncle. give the premise of the book just so, so people. So understand. the screw tape letters is basically, um, there's this demon, his name is screw tape and he writes letters to his nephew, which I didn't know demons had nephews, but they do. <laughs> um, uh, well, technically they, maybe they don't, but it's just a good way to think about exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> right. He, he writes letters to his demon nephew named Wormwood. And, uh, he's and Wormwood's kind of like a demon in training, right? Um, he's trying to figure out the ropes on how best to pull someone from God, from, from Jesus, from their faith. And so many of the strategies that screw tape tells Wormwood to do in his letters to Wormwood revolve around distracting humans somehow, some way. Right. Um, so I, I think, you know, during this time, I've thought a lot about that book and during this time, like, how have I been distracted? How have I been pulled away from what really matters? And again, I go back to that word. It's a tug of war. It's, it's being pulled this way and being pulled that way. Um, yeah. And in some it's, ways we're being forced to take steps back and look at this in a way that we never have because so much of normal life has been removed. Yeah. And maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, 
maybe what God is saying to us is there is a spiritual void, but you've filled it with all these things that are distracting and, and keeping you busy to where you aren't sensing the real battle that's going on. Right, exactly. Um, and I think we definitely have to consider that. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we have to become more sensitive to that message and what God is is speaking into our hearts. He's going to allow us to feel an emptiness if there really is an emptiness. Yeah. Because He wants us to bring resolution to that through our connection to Him in relationship, through our connection to our kids and our wives. I I will say, in our home, the emotions have been much stronger. The love emotions stronger, the anger emotions much stronger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, def- and, definitely. And, and all across that. I mean, it, it it's not this even keel, we're just kind of getting through the day. It's... There's extremes now that mm-hmm. were never there before, you know, that are, I think, healthy. I think good. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you got to vent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have called my you wife to vent. out, man. I have called my wife to vent more in the last few months than I ever have in my life. Yeah. Just about different things. I just need to talk, and I just need you to listen. And then... And I go after it. Okay, I'm done. Talk to you later. That's enough. (laughs) I'm gonna leave you with that. (laughs) But yeah, and and maybe it's a a a reawakening for us in a lot of ways. Yeah. To reality, spiritual reality. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. I still don't, you know, I can't say that's it. I'm just, you know, just as you're talking, you know, that's, you know, what's coming to my mind. Um, I had uh, just a healthy day Sunday. We were still, we were outside all day, running around on go-karts, on the pond at my parents, you know, back on the boat. We ate together, you know, just went down to help the guy lift a dog box out of his truck, you know, doing this, playing with the kids. The kids are with us all day. And it was just, I mean, it was one of them work hard, play hard days. It was a play hard day. Oh yeah. And I, so I was tired at the end, but I felt so refreshed, you know, just a day needed away. And that's what Emma said too. Like I needed this. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, you know, you still have all this work that needs to be done, but in a different context and a different, atmosphere and in different surroundings than you've ever had to do some of the things that you're doing, you know, and trying to juggle a job and taking care of kids. Man, my wife's a saint, dude. Yeah. Like, and I, I just, don't know how they do it. I don't either. I, I about went crazy today. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, yeah, that's the same with me, Paul. <laughs> You'll come out riding tractor. I mean, bouncing all over the cab. I'm like, dude, you have to sit down. And I am like anti give him my phone just so he'll get off my back. You know right. what I'm saying? Because kids get enough time on that stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not. But like, I pay the price for not giving him my phone. And I think he knows that he's making me pay the price yep. for not giving yep. him my phone. Um, but no, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's the issue. The issue is like there is this spiritual something that is forcing us to maybe pay closer attention to God. 
So what's the answer? Like, how do we deal with that? I mean, that's, that's the part of this I think we have to get to if we're going to be, if it's going to be healthy. You know, what, what, what does God say to us about himself and ourselves in these moments that can move us into a deeper relationship with him and more reliance on him and more sensitivity to what he's trying to speak into our hearts? I mean, that's where we have to get to as Christian men and women. Yeah. Christian men and women who love our God and want a deeper connection with Him, because that's what we can use this time for. Right. If nothing else, connect to God more than you ever have. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, we have to look at it as, hey, God doesn't care whether you fully understand everything that's going on. What is the one thing that He wants you to understand about Him, though? He loves you, and he <laughs> yeah. wants your love. Yeah. That's that's all it comes down to. Yeah, and I think when there is uncertainty, and when we don't have the answer, I mean that's what we lean into. You know. Yeah. I don't think that's always what comes up first for us, but that's really what we should lean into. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So what's that look like? Well, I think I think the scripture talks to that. I, you know, I see it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, um, Paul is forced in this setting to defend his ministry. He had some individuals who were coming up against him and, and complaining about his teachings and what he's doing and his ministry. And, you know, whether whether that's what's going on in our lives right now, there is a lot of things that are coming up against just normalcy in our life right now, mm-hmm. you know? and And so... Paul says, hey, listen, look beyond the problem that's right in front of your nose right now. Like, you think this is the problem, you know, and I want to think that because it is personal attacks against me and my ministry and what I'm doing. He says, look beyond it. It's not that. And this is what he says in verse 3, chapter 10, for though we walk in the flesh, we're physical. We're in planners at night by ourselves. You know, we're fighting with our wives. We're we're working late at night or during the day and, and avoiding our kids. We, This is our flesh. This is our blood. We are physical. Absolutely, there's a physical part of that. And although we, we walk in flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments of every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Paul's a poet, man. <laughs> He's that a beast. beautiful. <laughs> He's a beast. Yeah. But he takes this... The Spirit might be helping a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. True that. But he takes this issue, and, and we do this. We make issues with our coworkers with our spouses, with our kids. We make them physical, relational issues when what he's saying is, just like the screw tape letters allude to, the enemy wants to weasel in and wedge himself in to these different places to distract you from what is most important. Right. And he's saying, don't allow that distraction. These people are trying to come in and distract me from what I am I should be doing. Yeah. From the teaching that I should be giving, from the instruction and and the correction that I should be 
teaching to you, Corinthians. He's trying to wiggle his way in through individuals who you respect, who are speaking badly, you know, about Mm -hmm. this. And we have to look through that. Yeah. To see the enemy in that. You know, and I I know that. Like I'm sitting in the tractor and I feel this deep loneliness. And I know it's the enemy. I just don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what. But it's like you say, <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to. We just have to right. trust the one who does. Yeah. Right. And who ultimately is in control. Yep. Yeah. I mean, James, James 4 7. We kind of looked this up before. But, yeah. Um, I think it, it kind of adds a cap to that, what Paul said. Um, you know, he says it <clears throat> four seven. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Pretty simple verse, but you know, when you put it in context of what Paul said, bam. Yeah. You know? No, I know. Is, yeah. That's and all I, we got to do. Just yes. submit ourselves. Submit ourselves. So, what does that look like? You know, practically, what does that look like? Yeah. That night. It was worship and prayer. It was a few phone calls to people that I love and I, who I know will give me good godly advice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's understanding the time away from family and then making the most of it when you have it. Yeah. It's instead of flipping on, you know, an audio book or some rock music, which I love the rock music. It's flipping on, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer's, you know, um, biography and, and, and just listening to a godly man and how he lived his life or, you know, a sermon or worship music, you know, it's leaning into those things that we know are going to connect us to God rather than, distract us right yeah and I, <clears throat> I i was about to say like brandy and i we we finally tried this together we have been really really bad since we've been married at just being in the word together you know we might you know we might read a little passage out of luke one of us might then the other one might read something out of the old testament or something like that you know we just no consistency across the board but something we've tried this year is from January on and we've, we're still, we're still rolling is just being the word together. We're, wow. we're reading the book of acts together. And That's awesome, man. I'll, I'll tell you, it's personally for me, it's made me more excited to delve into God's word. Um, because I know my wife, my one true love is doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, has it been difficult to carve that time out and and make it a priority daily? Some days, yeah, yeah. Some days, even during all this, when you have more time, some days it is because again, you get distracted. Yeah, like Jack Ryan, I got into that show and that distracted the heck Which, out of me for a week. A great show. It's a great show. Like yes. it distracted me though. Like I should have been. I got like three or four days behind. Yeah, you know, and it was just that little distraction. Seems small, but again. What's wormwood and screw tape? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Little small chiseling away at you. So. What about this one? Ephesians chapter six. 
People are going to get sick of me referencing the book of Ephesians, I think, eventually. We've been in the sermon series since the beginning of the year. We've been at it, yeah. We've been at it. And we've only gotten through two and a half <laughs> chapters. <laughs> uh, they're either going to love the book of Ephesians in a way that they never have or hate it. I don't know. But Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10, Finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Simple. You talk about, man, it's simple. Yeah. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic power over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore. Stand, therefore. Having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as for your feet, having put on the, the readiness given by the gospel of peace, be ready with the gospel, Man, I just, I think, you know, daily, that's where my sermons go, you know, or not daily, but weekly. Yeah. But being ready with that, I mean, that's where it all, I mean, you talk about simplicity. It's as simple as the gospel, which Jesus came, lived his life, died, rose again for you. Right. Suit up with that. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And I think that that's it. Hey, listen, like you are going to feel times of loneliness, times of emptiness, times of void. Seek me in that. Try to find out what I'm trying to teach you in that. But understand like just your faith and trust in me is going to see you through. Yeah. Put your faith in me. I will see you through. That's, that's our shield. That's our protection. You know? Right. The sword is, is, is our scripture. Uh, the breastplate is our life lived in the best way possible that we can in honor of God and who He is. Um, the readiness to speak the gospel and the ability, the ability to stand against the enemy just through our faith in God. That's all we need. The helmet of salvation. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayers and supplications to, the, to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me. The words may be given to me in the opening of my mouth, boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. And that's the passage that I needed, you know, that night. Because at the end of the day, like there are going to be so many things in this world that are unjust. Yeah. So many things that we're going to struggle finding resolution to because we don't understand the complexity of it, how we're being deceived or being used or, or even in relationship with others and not knowing what they're struggling with and what God's teaching them. But at the end of the day, clinging to these things and holding true to Him, like He will see us through and we will grow in these times. That's what it's all about, man. Amen, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, 
<clears throat> with everything that's going on the past couple months, you're right. It's it's going to be a new world from here on out, at least for the foreseeable future. So absolutely, having that armor is uh, it's going to be important the next few months. Putting on your helmet. You know, we've had a lot of people ask. You know, when are we coming back? I I don't. We don't have an answer for that yet. Right. You know, as far as church is concerned, uh, that's a struggle. You know, for me, I'm I'm frustrated about that. I want to be together. I want us to move forward. But more importantly, I want us to move forward in this way. Yeah. In a way where we cling to God and we put on the armor of God and we continue to stand firm in adversity, not on the power of the preacher in the pulpit or the leadership of a church, but on the relationship that I have with God and my continual growth in Him and my reliance on what He will do in my life. I mean, that's the most important thing that we can do as believers who are united, you know? Yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll, we're, we're different levels in our, in our relationship with God, through our experiences, through, through what we're doing. But at the end of the day, man, like we should all be striving to be on the same level to go forward with God in a powerful way, you know, as a unified team who doesn't have weaknesses, you know, yeah. because God is our strength. And and so this is a time to 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 do some home training. <laughs> I don't think that's what people want to hear. Right no, now, no, no. You're right. You're right. But you're you heard right. it anyway. <laughs> we want to hear. We want to do some home snacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, God is good. Yeah. And and we will face these times of. Loneliness. We will face these times where spiritually, when the world is in flux, we're going to sense that the deeper we're connected to God, and it's knowing how to to do that. My mom used to talk about those moments in her life, and she would just get on the side of her bed and pray. Yeah, you know, if that's what it is, man, get on the side of your bed and start praying. What better advice could a parent give? Absolutely. <laughs> when when everything goes to heck in a hay basket. Yes. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to show you what to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well done. All right, man. Well, this episode is in the books. Maybe revisit this topic next week. Uh, we'll see yeah. where things go. But, Nate, this was uh, this was a pleasure, man. Sure yeah. enjoyed doing this with you today. It's been good. I'll uh I'll take over Cody's job again next week. Yes. He can be the tech guy. Yeah. He, we'll put him behind the computer without a mic. Yeah. That would be great. I I like that idea. Because <laughs> you have a voice made for a podcast. Well. And eh. the face. My students think too. my voice is annoying. <laughs> I've well, had multiple let's students do a poll. tell me that. Let's do a poll. Okay. If you think Nate's voice is, 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 annoying, <laughs> is, is annoying, share and like. Cut. This. Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Make a comment about his annoying voice, please. <laughs> uh, thanks again, buddy. So uh, with that, signing off. Do we want to pray? Ooh, we should definitely pray. You should. I'll pray. Yes. I'll pray. Oh, you definitely get Cody's job for sure. Yep. Okay. So one's for you, Cody. Love you, dog. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for just the opportunity to... Um, you know, just feel your presence and know that even though we might be spiritually lonely or within a spiritual battle of some sort, that you're still here with us, um, that you still love us, that you are rooting for us and that you're on our team. Um, Lord, we just pray that um, 
you know, for the rest of this week and the weeks beyond, uh, we can keep our hearts and minds on you and, you know, put quite simply, we can just be kind to one another, uh, in your name. Um, Lord, we pray, pray for Maddie Bell as well. Um, Lord, whatever that situation holds, um, please, uh, please just put your spirit on it and put your hands on it, Lord. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Amen. This has been uh, Pursuit of Purpose with Nate and Kevin. God bless and have a good week. Bye, y'all.